Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning! Diaria! It's time to wake up. It's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports. On 95.7, the game. Come on! Yes, sir! Good morning, family. Need to catch my breath there. It's been two weeks since I've done that. Good morning. Hope you had a terrific weekend. If you're a 49er fan... I think it's safe to assume that you did have a terrific weekend, but it was a great weekend in football. We are going to talk a lot about the 49ers and the Packers today and what went down in Green Bay on Saturday night, but what a weekend in football. And uh, good morning, everyone. Th- thank you to, real quick, thank you to Alan Styles for filling in for me for the past couple of weeks. I have obviously been off and at triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero, I will fully expect to get those texts. Where is Alan? Who is this other guy that's on the air? But shout out to Alan Styles. Check him out. Um, he'll be around with ninety five seven for quite a while, I'll assume. And uh, shout out to him, man. Just doing a great job filling in for me. Um, but I am back, and this weekend in football, well, it wasn't short of anything to talk about because. Let's just start off with the Bengals and the Titans and Joe Burrow getting sacked for what felt like 1,300 times. Really, it was just nine sacks in that game. And Derrick Henry just doesn't, when he came back, he doesn't seem to be that same running back that he was in the playoffs, which is a thumper in the fourth quarter. Really, they went on that first uh, first and ten run with him, and they didn't get any gain from there. Normally, it would be a second and three or a second and four, a, man- a manageable situation, but it led the Titans to pass, and you get the interception. The Bengals would go on to kick the field goal. You had what happened with the 49ers and the Packers, but yesterday, you had the Bucks and the Rams, and I don't know what was going on in the football world in the final two minutes of those games, but it felt like there were a thousand touchdowns scored in those games in the final two minutes. I 
I, I was left speechless with what went on in the Buccaneers. The fact that they were coming back from a 27-3 to deficit and they managed to tie the game at 27. I don't know how that happened. And the Rams still managed to come back and score a, and kick a field goal. And then you get the Bills and the Chiefs later on and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen going toe-to-toe. Defenses just forgot how to play. <laughs> in the final minutes of both of those games. I mean, it was just a zone blitz here. You leave one wide receiver open, that wide receiver being Cooper Cup. Um, in yesterday's game, the Bills just decided to not cover the middle of the field, leaving Travis Kelsey wide open and to get to that game in overtime. And we can have a discussion about the overtime rules later on where the other team doesn't get the ball back. In the regular season, I'm normally good with it. I'm normally good with those overtime rules, but then when you get to the playoffs, you want to see both quarterbacks, especially with the way that they were just going toe-to-toe. You want to see Josh Allen get the ball in that situation, but nevertheless, those are the rules there. Just what a weekend. What a weekend, but let's get to... A little local talk, shall we, as the 49ers take down the Packers and Aaron Rodgers goes 0-4 against the 49ers in his playoff career. Down the middle and good! 49ers win it! San Francisco is moving on with a 13-10 win here at Lambeau. And this crowd and that Packers team is stunned. I think everybody was stunned in that game. Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Were you stunned? <laughs> because that one I'm thinking of ways to evaluate it last night as I'm as I'm just trying to gather my thoughts about what went on in that game. And really my number one takeaway is just as much as any other sport, football is a total team game and sometimes even if you don't score an offensive touchdown the special teams came to play the defense came to play and it's a team game really what's been keeping the 49ers a lot in these games is the way that they've been able to run the football you run the football more with more than 30 times with Kyle Shanahan you're more likely than not going to get the victory But it was the defense who stepped up in the special teams. Their first punt block return for a touchdown in playoff history, which was just an insane play. You know what? I'm just going to play that highlight now. When it was tied, and the 49ers came up big. And that's five sacks for this defense in each of the last three games. And it's blocked up into the air and spinning inside the 10. Picked up and a touchdown. Hafanga got the return for the touchdown after the block by Jordan Willis and the special teams. Packers has given up. They had the block field goal before the end of the half, and now the block punt that results in a touchdown. And they would tie the game at 10-10, and then subsequently the 49ers would have their best, well, maybe, you know what, yeah, it was their best drive of the game. Uh, nine plays, 44 yards, and they managed to get a field goal out of it because that's all they were able to get. Their first points were was in the first drive after the half was over to make it a 7-3 to game. But prior to that, 
negative yardage. The graphic that 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 got me in that game was when they were showing the average rushing yards, and I honestly forgot what it was for the Packers at the time. But at one point in that game, the Niners were averaging negative point eight yards per play. <laughs> like, like that was going to look to be a historically bad uh, uh, offensive game there. And then in the second half, they picked it up a little bit and started getting some yards, but overall, not a good game for the offense at all. And you heard Joe Buck on the call with that blocked field goal. That ended up being uh, one of the key moments of the game because Garoppolo would drive downfield um and they would actually they they looked pretty good in the first half when they were down 7 to nothing and they forced a punt on the Packers so they drive downfield and then when they get inside the red zone uh there was a penalty on for holding on Trent Williams so they go back to the 19 then Garoppolo tries to force a pass to George Kittle which didn't work the ball gets intercepted leaving Aaron Rodgers 56 minutes to go in the half and then they get to the point where they score, where they where they go, where they get a field goal because of a big pass to Aaron Jones, which I think everyone thought was going for a touchdown. But then Mason Crosby's field goal was blocked. I mean, this game, a lot of it had to do with with it being a full team game. And Kyle Shanahan said this afterwards. I think this speaks to a lot to uh, who the 49ers are. Yeah, I think um, our team's been through so many different situations this year that we, we just never, I feel like we never overreact to anything. We just keep playing football. And we got a bunch of guys on our team who I like to call true football players. They really enjoy it. They enjoy watching it. They enjoy practicing and they love playing. Um, and guys just, they don't get discouraged. You don't, They don't get frustrated at the other side of the ball. Guys just keep working and trying to have each other's backs, and uh, we needed everyone today. And that is, I, I think, just such a poignant statement that he made there. They don't overreact to anything. You see teams time and time again. I mean, look at what happened with the Bills and the Chiefs yesterday. I mean, either one of the... In, with 13 seconds left to go in the game, you shouldn't be giving... You shouldn't be scared of Patrick Mahomes, yet the Bills were, and they overreacted, and they let him go downfield to get a field goal. Like, there was so much going into this game with the Packers and the 49ers, and the way that Aaron Rodgers was playing, it didn't feel like the pressure was really on the on the Niners. It was more on Rodgers, and I think he started to feel that pressure where he's just making these throws, throwing it into double coverage, this pass to Devontae Adams that he made deep downfield when he had Alan Lazard wide open to go for a first down. I think there was just about four minutes uh, left in the game there with that pass. But it was certain plays like that where you saw him panic. And that's what happens to some of these guys. But it doesn't happen to the 49ers. It doesn't seem that way. They managed to stifle these quarterbacks. And, you know, we're seeing the Rams and the Niners in a, in a trilogy matchup for the NFC Championship, which would have been great. And I'm seeing a lot of people on social media say that it was the ideal matchup, which, of course, it is because you've gone 2 0 against the Rams this year. Shanahan has McVay's number. You're feeling really good. I think you're on, a, on the right path there uh, to getting to the Super Bowl. But even if they face the Buccaneers, the ability to get to the quarterback with just four guys 
not having to blitz, not feeling forced to blitz like some of these teams were yesterday, which left players wide open like the Buccaneers felt like they were forced to at the end of that game against the Rams. The ability to get to the quarterback with four guys, it would have stifled Tom Brady because it sh- uh, numbers show that Tom Brady, when he's going up against pressure when it's only with the front four, his numbers are not that good. I would have even felt good, good going into that NFC Championship game. Their confidence doesn't seem to waver, and they're just going to continue to pile it on and pile it on and pile it on, and they showed so much heart. I don't, <laughs> just looking back at the season as a whole, you know, we're starting with Garoppolo and Trey Lance and whether Trey Lance should start at week one, and then you're going through the season. You had that game against the Cardinals where Colton McCoy shreds you. It feels like all hope is lost. Then you squeak into the playoffs with a six seed. Fans are just happy about that. Then you have two road games against your biggest non-division rivals in the history of the franchise with the Dallas Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers. And now you're going on to face the team that you've beaten twice, the one that you had to beat in the final week of the season in order to get to the playoffs. How can you script it any better than that? Like, it's just about as perfect as it can go for a team. And even if they, you know, don't get past the Rams, I think fans will be very happy with how this season is gone. And right now, they've opened up as uh, three and a half point dogs. The Forty ers have to the Rams, so you're feeling pretty good. And you're back at Levi's, by the way, a crowd which is officially staked its claim as a crowd that can get loud and wreck a game for the opposing offense. They're going to have to be on the silent count uh, the whole game. Man, it's going to be a good one. I just can't believe what happened. I really can't. But what Kyle Shanahan said there, this team doesn't overreact to anything. We see it happen all the time. And what, what the 49ers have done really the entire season ever since trading for Trey Lance, they haven't overreacted. They haven't overreacted to anything. They've stayed the course that they think is the right course, and I think Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch have proved a lot of people wrong. And it's been it, it's been fun to watch. I mean, it, the mouth was wide open the entire weekend. Like, how could you not be entertained by any of those games? And really, I think we've seen why the special team, or excuse me, not the special teams, because I'm seeing texts here at 888 about special teams, but we're seeing why the NFL is king. It's been a couple of weeks, people. I'm tired. I haven't woken up this early in quite a while. So, you know, I'm you know, trying to get used to things. Let's see here. From the 415 Welcome back, nice guy. You have to squib kick and waste valuable seconds and maybe you only have seven seconds in two plays for Mahomes. Man, I I don't know. In that situation, I'm feeling pretty good. Oh, 13, sec- uh, 13 seconds left on the clock. For the 7.07, game didn't surprise me at all. I expected the 49ers defense to dominate, and the special teams block was not expected. It's really not surprising because Green Bay has had special teams problems before and everything going on with Mason Crosby this season. 7.07, you're absolutely right uh, with that one. And we're just getting a lot of welcome back, Stephen Tech. So those ones, I'm not going to read those to you because you don't really care about those. But we do care about the 49ers and the Packers, and we're going to continue to talk about them on the other side at 888-957-9570. Stephen Langford back in the pregame show host chair on 95.7 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Here's Stephen Langford. From the 925, what a great weekend. 49ers win. The Warriors win. They had that big game uh, against the Rockets on Friday where Steph hit the first game winner at the end of regulation in his career, which is just insane. And they got that big win over the Jazz uh, last night. And luckily the Jazz missed a couple of wide open shots in in the fourth quarter and couldn't knock them down. And unfortunately, Tottenham lost. I'm not on that same side there, 925. No, I'm kind of glad they did. Because Chelsea won. Plus, you had UFC 270 with Cyril Gaon and Francis Ngannou. You had the trilogy of Davison Figueiredo and Brandon Moreno. And now you're going to get a trilogy with the 49ers and the Rams. Real quick. Before we get back to the 49ers and the Packers game, I want to give you a couple of options here. All right? A couple of options. Quarterback A and quarterback B. Quarterback A, in his two games for these playoffs so far, 16 of 25 in the first game, 11 of 19 in the second. That's 64% uh, completion percentage in the first game. 57 completion percentage in the second. 172 yards in the first game. 131 yards thrown in the second game. No touchdowns in either of those games. And one interception in each. Quarterback B, 
21 of 25, 308 yards and five touchdowns in the first game. In the second game, 27 of 37, 329 yards, four touchdowns and no interceptions in either of those games. Quarterback A is Jimmy Garoppolo, and he's on his way to the NFC Championship. Quarterback B is Josh Allen, and his team just lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Kansas City Chiefs yet again are going to the AFC Championship. It's crazy how football works out. It's crazy how that goes. Garoppolo has not played that well in these past two games. The only really he played well in the first half of that Dallas Cowboys game, and then ever since the second half, he just hasn't looked good. But he's done enough to get them to victory and having those manageable third downs. That's been the key for Garoppolo so far. It's just how he's done on third down, relying on these guys. And the the Niners weren't helping him out at all. At least the the wide receivers weren't, and George Kittle. They all had some terrible drops uh, in the first half of that game. I, I remember thinking that was partially the story. If the 49ers were going to go on to lose, it would have been because of those wide receiver drops. I mean, if they would have caught those footballs, who knows what would have happened? Who knows? And the defense managed to get it done, but Garoppolo overall didn't play that well, but he played to the point where he didn't get flustered. I want to play the one clip again from Kyle Shanahan. I think this just speaks to not only the entire team, but Jimmy Garoppolo, who leads this team. Here's what Shanahan said after the game. Yeah, I think um, our team's been through so many different situations this year that we, we just never, I feel like we never overreact to anything. We just keep playing football. And we got a bunch of guys on our team who I like to call true football players. They really enjoy it. They enjoy watching it. They enjoy practicing. And they love playing. Um, and guys just, they don't get discouraged. You don't, They don't get frustrated at the other side of the ball. Guys just keep working and trying to have each other's backs. And uh, we needed everyone today. And that's, I I really think that speaks to Jimmy Garoppolo and the leadership that he shows. Um, You've heard me this season. I've been very critical of him week after week. We all have. And, you know, when when he got hurt and you had a chance to possibly play Trey Lance and you had everything going on with Jimmy Garoppolo's thub. It's just, the reason I'm laughing is because it's crazy to look back on, just to think about it, even in the span of a month. But when they've put him in, he's shown that he's won football games when he's under center. In the entire season, they have not overreacted to anything. They've made the other team overreact. They have stayed composed throughout a majority of these games. Really dating back to like week 12 of the season, where it's just each time they get these wins and they stack them up, it builds their confidence. The only game where I've seen them more flustered than normal is in that final game against the Seahawks, which ended up in, in Jimmy Garoppolo driving downfield and just happening to throw an interception. Like, you don't see them turn out the like these other teams do. These other teams, they tend to get flustered. The Titans, when they were up against the Bengals and the and and they tried running the football with Derrick Henry but couldn't. They got flustered. Ryan Tannehill having to complete a pass in crunch time when it matters, he got flustered and the Bengals were able to take advantage of it. 
The Bills' defense, they got flustered when they saw Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes had enough time left to come back and manage to tie the game with 13 seconds left. The Rams, they got flustered in that game against the Buccaneers, but when the Rams got the ball back, the Buccaneers got flustered and some and for some reason ran a slot blitz when you got Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup in the slot. They got flustered. The 49ers, they haven't. And, and, and that's just what's fascinating about this entire run so far. And it feels like any quarterback, no matter who the quarterback is, even if it's a guy like Aaron Rodgers... A guy like Aaron Rodgers who is on the precipice of another MVP award going back to last season, possibly a back-to-back MVP uh, run for Aaron Rodgers, and you're seeing him play just as well as he's played in his career. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is, when you get to him with that front four, and you stifle them. Eric Armstead with a huge sack in that game. Nick Bosa um, coming out of concussion protocol and being healthy for that game was huge for them. And it seemed like Aaron Rodgers let the pressure get to him a little bit. When he started to, 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 to smell the 49ers' defense being right on his back. And um, I know that David Bakhtiari was out, and that proved to be just as big of an injury as any in that game. Obviously, you had Ombre Thomas, who was out. I feel like, I wonder what the what the reaction of 49er fans would have been when they saw Aubrey Thomas was inactive, and you had to go with Dante Johnson or Josh Norman on the other side. But getting to them with four and going into zone coverage, you're able to cover up some of those liabilities that you may have on defense just because you have the pass rush. Um, But when you have an injury like that at left tackle to your star left tackle, who's been out a lot of the game, excuse me, a lot of the season, and hasn't played too much, and then you have your backups who they could do what they could, you know, they could... They can hold their own in the first half, but when it gets to the second half, when you get to the fourth quarter, that's when the 49er defense can start to take advantage. That game, I don't know if the 49ers were, quote-unquote, meant to win that game on Saturday. I don't know if they were, I, I don't know if they played well enough to really win that one, but man, they got it done just because they did not overreact and they stayed the course. They stayed the course, and they managed to get a field goal in the end by Robbie Gold to win this whole thing. Kick was down the middle, and good! 49ers win it! San Francisco is moving on with a 13-10 win here at Lambeau, and this crowd and that Packers team is stunned. Credit to Fox for the audio. Of course, Tro- Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are on the call. And if you would like to call in at 888-957-9570, would love to hear from you. But to be honest with you, I'm having some technical difficulties with the phone line, so I'm going to try and get that sorted out uh, during the commercial break. I can't really do that while I'm on air. But you can still text in, of course, at 888 from the 209. What do you think about the L.A. Stadium trying to keep Niner fans out the game by banning them from buying tickets? Have you guys seen this? 
The, the, the one guy I just saw yesterday was Pilo. Pilo, the rapper from the Bay Area, who's a known Niner fan, just in case you haven't heard of him. Go check out his music. Uh, but he tried buying a suite at so far, he tried buying a suite uh, for L, uh, for L.A. and they weren't letting him. They weren't letting him. It's it's so odd what's going on right now um, with the 49ers and all of that going on. Like I, I saw before the before the uh, before the Rams played the Buccaneers, it was Rams versus TBD. It was Rams versus TBD. Because even though they knew the Niners won, they did not want fans buying tickets. Just an odd situation there with the Rams and the 49ers. I don't know what's going on. But this is, this is, this could not be drawn out any better for the Niners. It really can't. You know, at, at least in, in terms of just the, the unwritten stuff, the the allure of the Cowboys and the Packers, knowing that those are your two biggest rivals outside the division, and now the one team in the division who you could count as their division rival. I mean, sure, you got it going with the Cardinals. They're trying to make their way up, but until they can you know, get past the first round of the playoffs, you're not going to be threatened by them. But now you got Sean McVay, the L.A. Rams... Sean McVay versus Kyle Shanahan, Matthew Stafford, a guy who everyone wrote off when he was with Detroit because he couldn't win a playoff game. Now he's in the NFC Championship, and he's playing the 49ers, who have proven to stifle him twice this year. Wow. Wow. From the 831, Green Bay Packers special teams lost that game. Jimmy Garoppolo did not win that, so stop. And I will say this, there was a key injury in that game. It was... It was amazing at the end, just watching all the all the everything pile up. I mean, you had George Kittle limp off the field. Debo Samuel was trying as hard as he could to go. You saw him limp off the field. Uh, uh, George Kittle, Trent Williams, everybody. It felt like was getting hurt at the end of that game. But one key injury that we haven't really talked about too much um, was A.J. Dillon on the Packers. A.J. Dillon not returning to the game when him and Aaron Jones, uh, both in the Packers' backfield, were getting positive yards. It was a nice little one-two punch, but when he got hurt, uh, it kind of took away their effectiveness in the run game. I think that had a lot to do with it as well. I think that had a lot to do with it. All right, 888-957-9570. I'm going to try and get this phone line working during the commercial break, so please continue to weigh in. How do you feel going into the NFC Championship for the 2021-2022 season? Stephen Lankford it on the pregame show, 95.7 The Game. Download the Odyssey app and stay connected with your favorite sports teams and hosts. Favorite 95.7 The Game to listen anytime, anywhere. Whether you're commuting to and from work or on a boat, chilling with Clay Thompson, entertaining sports talk in every single Warriors game at the tip of your fingers. Download the Odyssey app now and Favorite 95.7 The Game. Sponsored by Comcast Business. Keeping businesses ready for what's next. Powering possibilities. Has this ever happened to you? My friend was telling me about his new pair of headphones, so I looked them up online. Now everywhere I go is a creepy ad for those headphones I looked at one time. I hate that feeling like I'm being watched. I got DuckDuckGo and saw a difference right away. With one download, you can search and browse privately, avoiding trackers all for free. It's that simple. 
take back your privacy online with DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Now back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Here's Stephen Langford. Stephen Langford in with you. Good morning, everyone. It has been a couple of weeks. Shout out to Alan Styles for filling in. Go check him out. He's he, he's just coming up in the host game. He is awesome. So uh, shout out to him for filling in uh, these past couple of weeks. But I am back and hope you had a terrific weekend, everybody, because this weekend in football was insane. It was down the middle and good! 49ers win it! San Francisco is moving on with a 13-10 win here at Lambeau. And this crowd and that Packers team is stunned. The 49ers became the fourth team since 2000 to win a playoff game without an offensive touchdown. The first since the 2016 Steelers in the divisional round versus the Chiefs. The other two teams were the 2006 Colts and the 2000 Giants. Both teams ended up making the Super Bowl that year. So, uh, or those years, excuse me. That's, I mean, that's something right there. Now, I don't know if you, you, you're the type to go back to history and use that as the barometer for how a team can play. But whatever the 49ers are doing right now, it's just as unconventional as any team that's trying to go on a Super Bowl run throughout the playoffs. You're not going to see something like this for a while. A game where he didn't, where they didn't score anything on offense. Anything. The first blocked punt return touchdown in 49ers playoff history. I, I mean, everything surrounding that game there's just so much to just to look back on and think, man, that was crazy in the 2022 season. That was crazy in the 2022 season. All right, we got the phone line working. So 888-957-9570, that is the text line and the phone number if you want to weigh in. And you know how I do it here. I take your calls live on the air. I screen your calls live on the air. And uh, I need to get your name, where you're calling from. And if I do answer you, that means you're on the air. And if I don't answer you, that means you have to wait a little bit. That's just what happens when you don't have a producer uh, working as the call screener. So let's go to the first caller at 888-957-9570. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Well, it's Don from Concord. Don and Concord. What's going on, back. Don? Even we missed you. Thanks, man. Yeah, we missed you, Steve. My 49ers, we prevailed. I'm really happy. I called that block punt. I was down at the bar. I told my friend they're going to block that punt. They did. Oh, my God. Let's go to the Super Bowl, baby. Steve, it's good to have you back, man. It's good to hear your voice. Styles filled in. He did a great job, too. I appreciate well, you, Don. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling in, and thanks for weighing in. Yeah, there's not, there's not much of a better feeling than that when you're watching a game. 
not only when it's your team, but you say something that's, you know, it's realistic, but kind of outlandish, just saying, oh yeah, this one's going to be, uh, this punt is going to be blocked. I mean, you don't know that that's really going to happen. It's a, it's a pretty unlikely chance that it would happen, but you hope it goes for your team, and then it does happen. There's not much of a better feeling than that when you're watching a game. So shout out to you, Dotted Cocker. All right, let's go to the next caller here at 888-957-9570. 49ers, Packers on Saturday. They're on to face the Rams in SoFi. How you feeling? 888-957-9570. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Steve, how you doing? Welcome back. Mitch, what's going on, man? I hope everything's well. Hey, uh, the script kick, what is Buffalo thinking? Um... But it, it, that, was, that was an awesome weekend, and you guys feel great. The defense is, is terrific. It's gonna be, I think, it's a low-scoring game. And Eric, Eric Armstead, he's finally living up to no one building. Too bad uh, the four hands couldn't keep all their uh, other one picks on the line. But both hands got some help. It's gonna be a great game. It absolutely is, Mitch. It really is. Appreciate you calling. And yeah, Eric Armstead is a guy who. I don't think that uh, he's, I mean, he's obviously a great guy. You know, the Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee for this team, he's obviously a great dude, so we're not knocking him the person. But I do think that throughout his time with the Niners, and really since Buckner was traded, we've been expecting more out of him. I think Eric Armstead is finally, if there's any point, he's finally starting to come around and just constantly get to the quarterback. You can't talk about that game. I mean, of course, Nick Bosa is the number one guy on the team. He had a couple of sacks in this one, but um, Eric Armstead has been feasting. And it feels like whenever there's a big sack, a timely one, Eric Armstead seems to come up with it. So yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to you, Mitch, uh, for calling here. And triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. How are you feeling? Have you had any of those experiences yet? Trying to get tickets for SoFi to go to the NFC Championship, and you've just been blocked off if you're a Forty Nineer fan. Does that happen to you yet? Feel free to text or call in. All right, let's go to the next caller here. What's your name? Where are you calling from? <coughs> Good morning. This is uh, Eric from Oakland. Eric, what's going on, man? Um, Steve, I just want to, buddy, I, I want to send my condolences to you, to your mom, to the whole Langford family. Uh, I feel very bad for you when I heard the news. Uh, I, I, hopefully you guys are in a better place now. I know your dad probably is. And um, I just, you know, if there's anything we could do from the 95.7, the game, fan base, man, just let us know, brother. We love you. We appreciate you. And, and rest in peace, Papa Langford. Number one, I appreciate um, you. Thank you, man. Number two, this this weekend, this this weekend, man. I, I've never seen anything like this in my life. Every single game, I don't think I've experienced so much anxiety, even when it's not my 49ers right. game. But to the 49er game itself, when's the last time we've seen a blocked field goal? Okay, how about a block punt? How about a block punt for a return touchdown? How about yeah. both in one game? I left after that game both hands on my head. I woke up the same way. I, I think I slept like that, like a mummy at night. Both hands on my head. Like, what did I just see? I can't believe what it is. And, and I have to say something. There are, there is some divine or some kind of something happened there, man, because this is not a normal way to win. We're doing whatever it takes to win a total team game. Um, the Rams, I, I would have rather seen Tampa, you know, just because I don't want to face the Rams again, uh, you know, just number-wise. I, I feel like we won six in a row. I don't know if we won seven or not, 
but at least we know who we're going up against. At least it's a division foe. Um, let's see what the injuries look like this week. We need to heal up and get good. And then, man, one win away from the Super Bowl. Can you believe that on this team? I can't believe it to, to, to this day. I'm still in shock, man. I know. I know. I appreciate the phone call, Eric. And that's how it felt all weekend. You know, all weekend, it was just constant what is happening right now. What is going on? You try and, you know, you want to live in the moment, but I also get to the point where you think, okay, I'm watching something historic. I'm watching something that I'm going to remember for a very long time, that I want to remember for a very long time. And we're getting a text here from the 650. Was this the best divisional round ever? Four games all come down to the final plays. And the divisional weekend, you hear it touted as the best weekend in football for a reason. It's because these two games that they play on each day, for the most part, those teams deserve to get there. But I can't I can't think off the top of my head and looking back, I can't think of another championship weekend or excuse me, divisional weekend like that. Especially with all the storylines surrounding it and the way that those games were played. And after that wild card weekend where a majority of those games were duds, um, you know, you had the Bengals getting that win with Joe Burrow. It was just huge. And getting it against the Titans team who had the first round by the Packers who had the first round by they're gone, too. <laughs> I mean, how often does that happen? And to be taken down by two teams who I actually think are very well-liked among the NFL. You know, a lot of people still, they don't want to see Tom Brady win. They don't want to see Tom Brady again in the Super Bowl. This is the first time since 2009 where we're not seeing Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady in championship weekend. And then you had the 49ers hit the Packers. Take them down after the Niners, at some point, were averaging minus or negative .8 yards a play. And then you have that game last night with the Bills and the Chiefs when the Bills weren't able to get a stop in overtime and the Chiefs came back to win. There's just so much going into it. And you know that Mahomes versus Allen is going to be up there It's going to take a little while, but you're going to be viewing that matchup like we were with Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady. Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. That's the matchup right there. Man, it was a good weekend. Man, it was a good weekend. All right, let's go to the trip. Let's go to the phone lines here at 888-957-9570. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? Hi, this is Sean from San Francisco. Just want to dovetail on Eric. We aren't just a game away from the Super Bowl, but we're a game away against an opponent that we've beaten twice. So I'm I'm excited about that. But I I, I wanted to get this out in the ether. Uh, I I'm, I see Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. They're at the end, and we need an NFL rule change that. Once you have a quarterback that started for 15 years, you you, you can't tackle him anymore. You've got a. Uh, I'm just going to say two hand touch. But if you look at the NFL product as um, as being in- encompassed in the kind of quarterback talent that we're gonna, that that we're about to lose, 
uh, I I just see it as as a really sad thing uh, when both of those guys finally step away, uh, and and that somehow if if we could have kept them injury free, that that their arm talent can continues to entertain us. I I guess a a recent example is Drew Brees. I mean, he had to step away because he was just in, incredibly. Uh, physically uh, incapacitated, and if in the last few years uh, we could have preserved that arm arm talent, we'd we'd still be entertained by his arm, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I I just want to get that out there. I hope someone hears it and kind of starts down that way, because uh, I'm happy that Brady and Rogers are out this year, but I'm going to miss them when, when they're finally gone, you know? I appreciate that phone call, Sean, but I, I mean, no, I'm not going to agree. Yeah, they need to turn it into two-hand touch. Uh, I'm not going to miss those guys this playoff weekend. I just think we are seeing the rise of other stars. You know, I mean, you're seeing Matt Stafford, who's still a part of that part of that past generation. I guess Jimmy Garoppolo would be there, too, but... Now you had guys like Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. The only other guy that was missing who are these generational type of talents was really Justin Herbert, Kyler Murray, those guys. So I'm I'm excited for the new wave and just with how physical uh, all those guys are. I think the NFL is in some good hands right now. If these if these playoffs were any indication but back to the Niners here. When they turned that ball over on the fourth and one, where it was just a run with Elijah Mitchell, there was there was nothing special about it. Um, the Packers knew it was coming, and they stuffed it. And they stuffed it. If the Niners didn't return that punt for a touchdown, I mean... How how much time did you have left? You had six minutes left in that game, and instead of using Aaron Jones and just running on first and second down and really just trying to get out of there, kind of like McVay was doing against the Buccaneers, I didn't like the way that McVay was handling his offense toward the end of that game, just letting the Buccaneers get right back into it. But instead of mixing it up, they were forced to throw. And there was that play on, uh, and there was the sack on that play after the blocked punt that got the 49ers the ball back. But man, everything that happened in that game, I just don't know how it happened. And when I'm thinking about the fourth and one, I mean, this was the answer that Kyle Shanahan gave when he was asked about the failed fourth and one conversion in the final moments of that game. No, I was thinking that there's six minutes and I hope we get the ball back and we get another chance. I mean, there was, there was some decisions there. Um, I was thinking, you know, if we kicked it, you know, we were still going to need four points to come back, so we're going to have to score a touchdown regardless. Um, so I was hoping we could get it there. Um, you know, it looked, I couldn't tell what happened, but they blew up. They blew it up. It looked like we got cut off in the D gap, and uh, the run didn't look like it had much of a chance. And I'm just, I think they went three and out. At, no, the block punt was next, right? Yeah. And so I mean, that was our plan. And that was the best way to get a touchdown, and very fortunate and happy to get this one. The definition of just like they drew it up. But I really thought I was going to become an in here on Monday, and we were going to be having some sort of Shanahan discussion. You know, there's always that 
that one game that happens, that one moment that happens in a game where if your team loses, you come in the next day and you're talking about, you know, maybe individually you're talking about two or three guys and that's going to take up your entire show. And on Monday, I thought we were going to be coming in talking about Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan and the way that they performed in this one. But they managed to get it done. And I don't have an issue with going for it on fourth down. I'm a, I'm a huge proponent of going for it. I am. And especially with where the, where the Niners are at. You've heard me on this show before. I, go, I even go back to when the 49ers played the Bengals and when Zach Taylor just handled these third and fourth down situations, managed them terribly. But I like the decision to go for it on fourth down when, they're on, when they were on Green Bay's 19. It's just the question of the play call. And, you know, you didn't have, uh, that's the point when Debo, you know, you could tell that he was wincing. I mean, he just goes, he starts off hot, but then toward the end of these games, after a few carries, that's when he starts to just fight through it. Shout out to Debo, though, man. He was a, he was a huge part of that game and, and just getting those, uh, those first downs, uh, in critical situations. So shout out to Debo. Um, but I really thought we were going to be coming in here, you know, wondering about Kyle Shanahan, his future with the team. Jimmy Garoppolo, um, you know, maybe even having one of those Jimmy Garoppolo send-off shows because you knew that even if they made it to the divisional round, they're probably going to be starting Trey Lance next, next season and we'd be doing like a Jimmy Garoppolo appreciation show. You know, that's really what I thought we were coming in to do when we had seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. I couldn't believe the 49ers won that. I couldn't believe it. And now you're going on to SoFi Stadium. Could you imagine you beat the Rams and then you play in the Super Bowl, in their home stadium. Could you imagine that? Against the Chiefs or the Bengals? You have a 49ers versus Bengals Super Bowl at SoFi? Wow. Wow. From the 5-1-0, they should just quarterback sneak on that fourth and one play. And we can go on and on uh, about you know the type of play call, because I have no problem with going for it on fourth down. It was just that run with Elijah Mitchell. It was just so uninspiring. And it was also, you know, it was also a play though where the 49ers just got beat. You know, they've been beating a majority of team uh, of teams that way. If they would have gone for, you know, any sort of pass play, then they, you know, the the narrative would have been today if it if, you know, let's just say they would have tried going for the completion uh with a pass and instead it just gets stuffed you know, like a bubble screen or something that just gets sniffed out, then we'd be coming in here saying they should have ran the football. So, you know, it, you can always go either or with that situ- with that sort of situation. But I like the fact that they even went for it on fourth down. I like that aggressiveness there. All right, let's go to the phone lines at 888-957-9570. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, man, uh, Oscar from Fresno. What's going on, man? Hey, man, I was just, um, I was I was in Lambeau Field this weekend. Really? Um Yes, I was. Uh, me and a couple of friends, we decided to, I've been to every game um, the last four weeks. Uh, Texans, the Rams, the uh, Texas Stadium, and now Lambeau Field, and now I'm making it so far again this weekend. You know, I can, I'm, I'm, I'm telling my wife, I, I got to go. I'm the lucky charm. Damn. You got to go. And, you're, and, you're, and you're, man- you're able to get tickets to so far. They're not. They're uh, not trying well, to stop you from getting tickets. I, I, I'm looking at them on Vivid Seats, and they're actually pretty high. But my one of my best friends lives in LA, so he's gonna have his wife go down to the stadium today, to the box office to try to get them for us. 
because um, they need to have their zip code on their uh, billing uh, credit card. So okay, I got we'll you. be there for sure, <laughs> no matter what. Yeah, we got to support our team. And you're okay you're, you're the embodiment that. of that gif where the guy just points at his head like, yeah, think. Yeah, think. and, uh, and then, <laughs> and then uh, you should have seen that atmosphere at Lambo. The whole crowd, even us, all Niner fans, were all stunned that we won, of how we won that game. And a bunch of us just started taking off our shirts because we had to get that Lambo Field experience. When they say the frozen tundra, it literally is that frozen tundra. It was amazing. I love it. We got to keep it going. Let's go, Niners. Um, and uh, last, last but not least, hey, uh, got to have you back, man. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for calling in. That's That takes guts. I, I wouldn't be able to do that. I wouldn't be able to do that. Uh, take off. Woo. Man, those are, that was one of those games where you're watching it and you just get cold watching it. You know, I go, damn, I got to put a sweater on in here. You know, it's 70 degrees in this house where we put the heating on, but we also want to save a little bit of energy, so we, we turned it off. Now it's, oh, man, this is, it's in the negative. You're below freezing it. Oh, at Green Bay. I don't know how you did that, but that's smart, though. There you go. Thinking with his head right there. Get someone from L.A. to get the tickets. That's the way to work around it. <laughs> that's the way to work around it. And, I mean, that's just... That's gamesmanship with what's going on with the Rams and the 49ers. The way that it's all played out. Again, I can't I can't repeat it enough. But with the way that the season has gone, with the amount of ups and downs, for it to culminate in the NFC Championship against a team who you've beaten twice already, one of which to get into the playoffs, you took down your two biggest rivals outside of the division in the Cowboys and the Packers, and now you're on to face the one guy that Kyle Shanahan is compared to because those two came up at the same time, all from the Washington football team? You can't write a script much better than that. This is what makes sports just so great is because you never know what's going to happen. I'm going to try to not overreact in the middle of a season anymore because I could say, well, you never know. You always got to keep the glass half full. I think the glass half full people are uh, are, are feeling good this morning <laughs> from the 408. Must be nice, Oscar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Oscar's living that good life, being able to go. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.